0: Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, Episode 7, Badges and Blankets. This is a bit of a departure from the usual format and is a guiding special, so it's a bit more factual, but equally fun. Enjoy the show! Hi, I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And this is Rosie Rosie and and Jessica's Day of of Fun. Hello! Hello, this is our guiding special that we've uh, long promised, and obviously has been long anticipated by you, the listener, and we've, we've had all sorts going on. But firstly, let's roll back a fortnight to hear what was in store for Jessica. Um, why are you on Hollybobs this week? Um, I've got the week off because on Sunday I've got my Queen's Guide award presentation. Woo! Yeah. But, but I didn't just want to take Sunday off, and I had quite a lot of holiday to use, so I took the whole week off in preparation, and I'm,
1: you're just having... going to, I'm
0: just going to meditate every day and become very zen, and prepare. I'm not really... That's awful. <laughs> I'm going to just um... run, about the, run about the place and eat cake. So, Jessica, what actually happened on your week off fun? Well, I had the week off work leading up to a very special event, which we'll get to in a bit, um, and I just did cool stuff, because it didn't go away, and I just ambled about London... <laughs>
1: Having a a lovely time. (laughs) I wore a leather
0: jacket. Yeah, I did actually. I have, I I, I take great, great fun in going to National Trust properties wearing a leather jacket and then um, doing kind of a bit of a bait and switch by then pulling out my life membership (laughs) 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 and seeing what their reaction is. Anyway, so I went to Carlyle's house. They were a Victorian celebrity couple, and their house is preserved exactly as it was when they lived there. Thomas Carlyle and his wife, Mrs. Carlyle. Oh, okay. What? What Um, were they doing apart from? He, he was sort of a, a writer and essayist Yep. and he did not mince his words i mean i definitely studied him at some point in my degree but if i can't he was, life remember if he didn't like something oh he'd tell you Oh, okay um and she was n- a noted letter writer she was like one of the one of the best letter writers of the victorian age possibly of of the history in the history of great britain um and That's um, weird because letters are sort of to one person and she write public letters yes. dear editor yes. dear sir yes, to whom it may concern um, furious um, over uh, no, Tunbridge they've, Wells they've got them so you can see that she wrote, a, she wrote a keen letter. It's like you can be a good poisoner or a famous poisoner yes. You can't be both yes that's true. Before that I went to Miss Cupcake in Brixton which is a vegan bakery and it's really yummy. Good yeah. and what did you get there? I got a box of four cupcakes all of which I ate myself excellent and? And some marshmallows because you haven't had marshmallows in I haven't had marshmallows for about 15 years Yeah. And I put some in hot chocolate, and I melted the others over a candle on a skewer. And was it everything you'd ever dreamed of? It was everything I'd ever dreamed of. It was fabulous. And more. Excellent. Would you open a vegan bakery? Yeah, I think I would. So would I. Good. What are you doing tomorrow? I was going to watch the West Wing. Oh, okay. Maybe we'll do it on Friday. Yeah, it's garbage. Okay, brilliant. I went to the roller derby. You went to the roller derby? Now, uh, Jessica introduced me, and, and subsequently I became a fan of... A film she was already, this is a very roundabout way of introducing this. We like the film Whippet. Jessica went off to the roller Derby. Yep, with my friend Lynn. It was great fun. Was it like the film? Um, kind of, I mean obviously the film is very stylised. Yeah. And it's flat track as opposed to banked. And um, it was at Earl's Court as opposed to being in a warehouse. <laughs> and then went the Feds. <clears throat> and, uh, and we weren't shut down by the fire marshals. It was all, all very neatly organised. Um, so it was like yeah, all, all really well done, professional and good. And were there good roller derby names? Yes, there were. There were some good judges ones. I thought. the 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 refs one. One of the refs is called Wheelspin Shady. That's but that works on a number of levels. So that's it's funny. Very good. Um, the the head ref is called Duncan Disorderly. That's very good. i material his name is genuinely Duncan. That's a small amount of violence. And on so- state on on pitch or off pitch. On, on, oh, I on thought track. you like there'd been like a riot that I you'd not mention to me. No, well, yeah, no a it allowed violence, just just not really violence, just blocking and a bit of shoving. You're not allowed to use your elbows. No, you are allowed to use your elbows. You're not allowed to use your elbows, really. <laughs> Can you get sent off for cobbing? <laughs> <just a> piece <laughs> of elbows I also did a bit of shopping and caught up with some friends. I went to the pub at a normal time. It was very exciting. That never happened No, that never happened So, in short, did you have a week of fun? It was a, a week of fun, a whole a whole week. Um, so what was at the crowning point of your week of fun? I like the use of the word crown there. Oh. Was that intentional? No, it definitely wasn't. It <laughs> didn't even mean that one. Okay. I had my Queen's Guide Award presentation and it was it was done in the style of a tea party. Because well, it was the a kind tea of, party. That's, it was a tea party, yes. That's the, kind of, uh, that's the kind of hip-hop happening guy you are. That's the kind of thing I like. Drinking tea after midnight, you wouldn't. Um, and so, yeah, we had, uh, I would say we had one whole cake for every four attendees. <laughs> and they were, they were very tall cakes. They were impressively, they had an impressive rise on them. Yeah, definitely. Um, You had your jam tart. Well done, Brown Al. Yes. We all had lots of cake and scones with cream. And you had, you had a vegan cake. Yeah. I which did. you had to provide yourself. And we had lots of embarrassing pictures that you didn't know were going to happen. Yeah, they, were quite, they weren't too bad. They were quite funny, actually. Um, what, Some of them were not brilliant of you, either. I so. definitely came off worse in this presentation. So you are now a Queen's Guide? I'm now officially a Queen's Guide. Is it, does your thing say you're like an upstanding member of I, I have a certificate that says I'm a valuable member of society. That's wrong, isn't it? Signed by the Queen. Is it? Yeah. Signed by the Queen's loyal well, HP photocopier. A <laughs> close approximation thereof. Boring signature, if you Has ask me. Elizabeth R. written on the bottom, printed and in, on the bottom. In of. our jubilee year. I know, I was quite pleased to have managed that. Pretty good. Well, I can start mine in my jubilee year. Yes, very good. That'll work. So, at this juncture, I feel we should leap in and do a little bit of explaining. Okay. What is a Queen's Guide Award? Yes. Well, Rosie, it's interesting that you should ask me that. <laughs> Funny, you I can and I did. <laughs> <laughs> um The Queen's Guide Award is the highest award you can work towards in guiding, um, and it's made up of five clauses. And you have to do service in guiding, community action project, a uh, personal skill development, uh, a residential experience, and outdoor challenge. So that is a brief rundown of how Jessica earned her Queen's Guide, and it took two and a half years. So it's a long-term project. Yeah, it's you can you can have up to three years or until your twenty-sixth birthday, whichever arrives fastest. Uh, I think we all know which one arrived soonest for Jessica. Well yeah but everyone's, yeah, people sort of keep saying this as a joke but it would always have been my deadline. Oh yeah. Because I didn't have three years. It was just that I had originally planned to finish a lot sooner but I got a new job um, and I didn't do anything for several months because I stopped guiding on a regular basis. So it sort of got to, leading up to my birthday, I thought I should probably finish this. Well, you got it done. I got it done. I got my badge. Excellent. So this weekend we went on our county camp. So guiding is divided up. So you're in a unit of about, for us it's about 30 guides. Then in your unit you're in a district, um, which is a couple of units. Then a couple of districts become a division. A couple of divisions make up a county. A couple of counties make up a region. There are several regions in Girl Guiding UK, and then that is part of WAGS, which is the World Association of Girl Guides and Girl Scouts. Well done, Rosie. I did promises last night where we reel off, except not just that, with all the names of the places we're in, and I did it quite well, I think. And we do it individually for each girl that makes a promise, Mm -hmm. so by the end of the evening, especially if we've got a lot to do, you've had to to reel it off about seven times, but they find it quite funny. Yeah. Especially when you start doing The World, The Universe. Exactly. So, we had our county camp, and there were 669 people there. I thought three people should have left, just for a comical effect. So we went to our county camp, which was us taking over a PGL outdoor centre. And um, all of the only people on site were us. And all the girls went off and did lots of activities, all sorts of things. It was climbing, abseiling, zip wires, 3G swings, rafting, canoeing, high ropes, low ropes, assault course, sitting in the sunshine. Yeah, it was great fun. As I'm sure you know, England, we've had really terrific weather this week, so it worked out really well. So we went on Friday night. They came after school. We met at a local leisure centre. Got on a coach whose massive car park we always use for uh, as a meeting point. It's really useful. And um, we got on the coach. Our coach outward had a DVD player in it, which we had thought about and brought DVDs. So we watched *Muppet Treasure Island* and the first half of *Camp Rock* on the way there. Astonishingly, they all really wanted to finish *Camp Rock* on the way home. Unfortunately. Or not unfortunately for us. There wasn't a DVD player on the coach home, so, so we, we were couldn't. saved from watching any more of Camp Rock. Um, I would have sat and watched Nancy Drew, though. Yeah, definitely. So we got there, we had our tea, we unpacked, and then on Saturday they spent the whole day doing activities. And then we had the annual general meeting, yes. which is where you have to present the financial reports. Which obviously, for brownies, it's not interesting. Not interesting. To be fair, for adults... It's not interesting but it was very good because we had so many children there yeah. We had to do it in a quick happy usually, way. usually it happens as a separate event in its own right and it's just the adults there so it tends to um should we say go on for a bit longer than is necessary and not be very exciting but we've discovered a trick if you make all the girls go as well you have to kind of whip through it and be entertaining and um, we had a big county photo i hosted <laughs> Take, taken from the top of the Sailing tower yeah i hosted the agm Um, and then they all went off to a disco, they could watch films, we went and did a quiz and then on Sunday we did more activities and then went home. I I went rock climbing. Oh, you went rock climbing on Sunday? Actually, what I did, (laughs) I say I did activities, um, I sat in the main reception area which had loads of seats and with lots of other guiders and I sat and read Guiding Magazine cover to cover. Um, I finished my adult leader qualification. Hooray, four years in the making, get in. Thank you very much. I presented it to myself at the AGM. Well done you. And um, I had a lovely time chatting with everyone. I was represented with my Queen's Guide Award at the AGM. Very impressive. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I think we all had quite a good time. It was great fun. I also did some crate stacking, and I managed to get a brownie to beat the record of the PGM instructor who was running the crate stacking. Was he very ashamed? Uh, I was not too bad. Some of our guides yesterday looked pretty tired still. Mm. That would be probably the ones who are up till three o'clock in the morning talking, or telling ghost stories, or telling ghost stories that they then couldn't sleep. I think there's uh, there's nothing quite like being about to get into bed for us. It was about ten to one on the first night, and hearing the theme tune to Balamori being sung next door. So a stern and well timed knock on the door, quieting them down. So this week's guide meeting, which we had a pretty good turnout considering lots of them had been to camp was a jubilee party, and I thought, I'll just not think about the Republican versus Monarchist nature of this event. And, we and we'll just to... eat lots of lovely we'll food. we eat lots of food. So we had an indoor street party, so we put all the tables down the middle of the room, and we'd got lots of jubilee tablecloths and plates from it's Marks and Sparks. Very nice. And we'd got loads of food and fizzy pop in glass bottles where you have to like pop the lid on them. Nice. And it was really fun, and they decorated cakes, and then we went outside and did all the promises, and we had lots of parents turn up. And we did seven promises, which we kind of... And we had a challenge badge, which we then found left in the loo at the end of the night. Of course. So that has been a summation of our guiding life for the last two yes, weeks. Like well, to be honest, it's a our guiding whole, fortnight of fun. A whole fortnight. I haven't done much else. Jessica, your song choice for the week. Pink by Aerosmith. Oh, I read that as Aerosmith by Pink. Oh, uh, no. Although I see how that could happen. No, oh. the band is Aerosmith, the song is Pink. Top fives! Top fives! So... Top fives this week are taking a little bit of a change. It's it, a little bit different. It's pretty different. It there are great. five things, but we thought what we would do was have five facts about guiding because obviously we are steeped in guiding, but a lot of you, dear listeners, aren't
1: I have no going to idea be aware. what on earth
0: we're talking about. Exactly, we're rambling on. We? We've got badges, we've got queens guides, we've got counties, divisions, and districts. We've got cake. So we're going to do some top five facts about guiding, and then we're going to do a top five of our favourite things about guiding and then we'll have some honourable mentions. Yeah. So, our five facts about guiding. One. Guiding is 101 years old. Woo. Um, it was our centenary year, 2009 to 2010. Yeah. It was a big, big, long party, Yeah. because it's slightly difficult to exactly date when guiding happened. So the, um, there was a, a Boy Scout rally at Crystal Palace in 1909, and a group of girls turned up. In their brother's uniforms. In their brother's uniforms, and said, hello, we want to play as well. And Lord Baden Powell said, "You you can't, your girls." And he said, "Yeah, we're the Girl Scouts." Um, this is awkward. Okay, we'll have to think of something for you then. So we something. had a lot of fun things going on. There was a centenary camp that Jessica went on. Everyone remade their promise. I think I remade my promise by myself because I was in New York, in then I was in Trafalgar Square. Jessica had organised the main thing in Trafalgar Square, and um, so we are 101 years old. Two. There are approximately half a million members of Girl Guiding UK. There are 100,000-ish adult members and volunteers. Three. Guiding members range from age five, which is when you can become a rainbow, except in Northern Ireland, when you can become a rainbow when you're four. Oh, well done Northern Ireland. Get them in, in early. Until you die. Or, well, that's not true. You don't have to say but... Uh, rainbows are five to seven-year-olds. Brownies are seven to ten-year-olds. Guides are ten to fourteen-year-olds. Senior sections members are... 14 to 26, and then from then on we have adult leaders, members, volunteers, and you can join the Trefoil Guild, which they don't tend to meet every week. They meet maybe once a month or four times a year, and they are like a network to keep in touch with old guides. Four. It's a girl-only space. There are no boys in Girl Guiding UK. There are men who can be unit helpers um, and instructors for stuff and things like that, but... Of the actual, of the girls of the Rainbow's Brownies Guide to Senior section, it's only girls. Which is cool. It's good. It gives girls a place to be where well, they don't have to worry. To be themselves. Things. To be themselves. Five. It's an international movement. The UK is one of 144 countries that make up WAGs. Um, and we have 10 million members worldwide. There are four international centres, which yes. are Pax Lodge. Which in is in Hampstead. Hampstead in which Hampstead. is nice and easy mm. to get to. Sangam in, in India. India, our chalet in, in Switzerland, Zealand. and our cabana in Mexico. There are lots of people and everyone in guiding, although there are some differences in the promise, obviously in the language for a start, but yeah. the promise tends to be fairly similar. But we all have the same salute with our right hands, so we all shake hands with our left hands. So you can greet us like that. And all of our promise badges have the trefoil on. Yeah. It might be a slightly different design, but they all have the shape of a truffle. We'll post a picture of that in the show notes, so you know what we're talking about. So that is a sort of top five rundown of guiding. Instead of doing Rosie and Jessica's individual top fives, we now have stuff we like in a joint effort. Number one, badges. Definitely the badges. There are different kinds of badges. You get um, ones that you can earn and ones that you can buy sort of for fun and sort of souvenir badges, I guess. Um, and often they, they are from a particular camp and they kind of help you remember stuff that you've done. So from our camp we went on, I have the camp fabric badge, um, but I also have, have them, it's spread out it in front of me, I have a little metal badge that says camp survivor on, which I really like the phrasing of. Someone uh, recently said to me that in her day, they didn't do guiding for the badges. And I do agree with that. I would do the guiding if it wasn't for the badges, but I do really like really the badges. They really are really good. And when you're a guide or a brownie, you earn interest badges. So, for example, if you like cooking, you can do your cook's badge. So you have to do a couple of things like cook a meal, show how you do the washing up. But as you get older, you sort of think, you, get, you begin to realise that there are way more than this. And it kind of comes in with guides where you get your challenge badges and you can do your Bane and Power challenge badge. And then, basically, as soon as you leave guides, it explodes in a triumph of guiding badges. Yeah. Because you realise that you can buy more souvenir badges from shops. You've got all sorts. of so we've got badges for every camp and then the campsite will have a badge. Yep. We've got event badges, celebration badges. So every year on Thinking Day, which is... Which is the birthday of Lord and Lady Baden-Powell. They happen to share a birthday. 22nd useful. of February. So we will. So that about is that. also the, the birthday of Scouting and Guiding. Yeah, So we have a special day. So you get a badge for that every year. You get a badge for... A spe- I mean, Centenary it was ripe for badges. I've got so many Centenary badges. I've had to start a new line on my camp blanket. And you can swap them as well so if you have duplicates of things like from stuff left over or um things you've got from other events and you can swap them with people at other camps especially if you don't know them and they're all they're from a different country and you can end up with like argentinian badges and german badges and australian badges or and even just sorts. badges from different districts and regions yeah etc and um, and and of course there aren't just these badges but there are Awards that you work towards, like Jessica's Queen's Guide. You can get long service awards for how long you've been in guiding. You can get good service awards. So it's not just buying badges to remember things by, it's also earning things for the yeah. things you've done. Two. Eggie bread. Now, it's a bit ridiculous that Jessica's just said that because obviously she doesn't eat eggs. But the best thing about going on camp is that one day you will have eggy bread. For now, breakfast. For those of you who don't know, what are you playing at? Crack a lot of eggs. Scramble up, mix them up. With milk. With milk. Dip a bit of white bread in them. White bread. White slice. And also, it's really good if it, the bread is slightly stale, because yep. it holds together better. Put it in a hot pan, fry it up. R- rinse and repeat until you've had about 16 slices of bread. Yeah. It is tradition for people to go mad and start eating as much eggy bread as physically possible. One year, um, we made an eggy bread birthday cake for somebody, because it was it's always her birthday at camp. And we made it. So we, we made the massive stack of eggy bread for everyone. Put them in a tray put them in the oven to keep warm. And then we put candles in them when we served them. <laughs> when we serve it at camp, we offer a range of condiments. You can have sugar on it, um, but we tend to go with a savoury condiment like yeah. ketchup or bran brown sauce. sauce. If you're really lucky, I will squirt it onto the eggy bread in a smiley face. Three, fire. Yeah, we. It's kind of we should have had done those the other way round. Really, so you said eggy bread and I said fire because those are particular. Loves of each of us. I really like food. Jessica really likes awesome. <sighs> Yeah. Not, you know, to a dangerous extent. But fire's fun. If you like If fire. it's done in a controlled and safe manner. The guys' for you. The, the camper badge states that you need to be able to light a fire with two matches. When I did my campus badge, I you did brought, it. You rub them together, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, wait, what? No. Oh. When I did my campus badge, I did it with one. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, we're not meant to put petrol on it well for the so... Oh, I misunderstood that. Well done, ten-year-old me. Four. Camping. Camping is great. Really good fun. Recently, we've been on a lot of big camps. So we've been to Jamborees. Sometimes you'll have them from over the country, or sometimes you have international ones. So camping, you go out, you pitch tents. People get to do a lot of climbing up. People wear harnesses a lot. Is how I think it's supposed to. You do a lot of activities for which you need to wear a harness. You eat till you're silly. Um, You get shouted out for staying up late, and then by the time you've reached peak tiredness and giddiness on sweets, the leaders are no longer a responsibility because it's the end of the week. (laughs) Yeah, it has to be said actually this week we weren't despite the amazing weather, we were indoors, which was nice because you didn't get that horrible waking up in a tent and it's really, really hot feeling. I think you gonna die. We had carpet and an ensuite room and tea and coffee making facilities. It was a bit outrageous. It, it was, wasn't the, really it was the best place we've ever stayed. Five making friends. Now I realise that this sounds a bit Do you want to my friends. But this camp, I had a really lovely time. Jessica went off climbing. I sat around drinking tea and eating other people's Maltesers sitting with lots of guiders I hadn't really met before and having a really nice time and it was just very lovely. It's just very important that young women have a place for that. We had a lovely time doing a quiz on um, on Saturday night. It's not every camp you come home with a bottle of white wine in your rucksack. No it's not, we came second. Ooh, excellent work team, yes. the Nashers. So we've got some honourable mentions uh, for things about guiding. Uh, singing, there's do, a lot of opportunities lot of singing. for singing. Campfires, yeah. I'd like to say to that exams. on the coach to camp, they didn't sing once, for which I am truly thankful. <laughs> yes, um, thank we... goodness. And those are our guiding top fives. So I hope you feel slightly more informed about the wonderful and wacky world of guiding. Woo! What's your song? My song. Is Jericho by Rufus Wainwright. It's track two of his new album and will in fact be the forthcoming single to promote said album. It's very good. They love it! The they love. Fed. Fed. I have cast on my jumper. Hurrah! I have done 18 centimetres so far. I've got to do 30 in total it's before I start doing the complex stuff. But it's looking like sleeves. Like sleeves and collars. But it's knitting the round. There's at the moment it's knit knit knit. I've got to knit for another 12 centimetres. I'm very happy. It's very orange. <laughs> I mean, it's outrageously orange. I'll put a picture of it on the blog. But our main focus of Needle and Fed this week are our camp blankets. Which, mighty, mighty camp blanket. Which we have mentioned before. Now, we are wearing them and have been <laughs> yeah. doing so for the rest of the podcast. Um, uh, you think we're joking. <laughs> um, Pyjamas and camp blanket, it's certainly a look. So, we've talked about them before, but we've got lots of badges. I came home from camp with seven fabric badges and two metal badges and a bottle of wine and a neckerchief all of which need to be sewn on all of it i'd I'd finally caught up with badges and then i got two more and then we got a thinking day badge and then i went a bit crazy (laughs) and it went awry basically the idea of a camp blanket is that um when you no longer have your basically the idea of a camp blanket is that it's somewhere to keep all the badges you acquire um, when you have badges that you've earned, you can put them on your uniform. When you're a guide, you can put them on your sleeves. Although we had badge sashes because that's what went with the Jeff Banks uniform from the 90s. I'd like to say I'm a real fan of a sash because putting them on your uniform, I think looks a bit messy. It's hard to have a smart uniform. Yeah. Bit, well, it you used to be able to, but none of the badges are um, uniform sizes, shapes or colours. Yeah, when Jessica was a guide, she had her little small round green ones. Um, yeah. And then when, by the time I got to guide... They are—they're pretty badges. They're really colourful. the they, The designs are nice. But they're all different sizes, I've got, I've got a vertical oval, I've got a horizontal oval, I've got some rectangles, I've got a circle, I've got some squares. There's some triangles somewhere, I think. Yeah, it's a bit crazy. They're, they're, they're nice, but it's a bit tricky to get them lined up neatly, yeah, is what we're saying. Yeah, I agree. Um, but they look cool, they look actually really cool in the camp blanket, because you can do them in a big block, rather than doing them in sort of a long stripe down your sleeve. Yeah, and they look really colourful. So. Um, so Rosie and I both have our brownie and guide sashes sewn onto our camp blankets, obviously we don't wear those anymore. Um, our friend Jess has her sleeves long onto her camp blanket. Yeah. Um, so we've got all sorts of badges. We've got... I've got an event section. So that starts with... We have a Girl Guiding Millennium badge from um, the year 2000. I've got anniversaries of our county, of senior section... Um, and then I've got various things. I mean, centenary, yeah, ripe for badges. I have all my um, neckerchiefs down the back in sort of a big rows so that they're overlapped. I've run out of space for neckerchiefs now, so I'm going to have to start doing them. I built an extension on it a little while ago. And I'm going to start doing them along the bottom like bunting. Yeah. Because a neckerchief is um, is a triangle triangular piece of fabric that you sort of roll up and tie around your neck. Um, so they have a, a point to them. They were originally slings, so they had, an apo- they had a point to them they then. Had, but... They had a point and a purpose and a point um, but now they're more decorative. You could use it if you needed to. But yeah, definitely. Then sometimes quite small. Um, so I have various badges laid out in front of me to sew back on, which I'm hoping to do. Now that I have finished my adult leadership qualification, which was frankly a saga, it's like a weight off my shoulders, let me tell you. So my camp blanket is probably going to get finished. Now, our camp blankets, we should also specify, you can lay them out flat, but sensible people cut a T-shape in the middle, so that you can put it over your head like a poncho so you can either lay it flat on your bed or wrap it around you or you can wear it. Camp blankets last years and years. I think mine will probably, looking at how it's going, mine will probably fill up in five, if I keep guiding at the rate I'm going, yeah, five to eight years. Some of them are a bit spaced out so I'm then going to spend like a day ripping off one section and shifting them all into a corner. So we will put pictures of our camp blankets as they currently are up on the blog things we've seen in the last fortnight. Our funniest line of the weekend was, excuse me, Harriet's toenail's just fallen off. Um, So we were by the information desk and a guide came up with her friend, who was limping slightly, and just announced, Harriet's toenail's fallen off. And I did this, (laughs) involuntarily. And then I had to go and stand behind a pillar and sort of breathe deeply to try and get this horrible image out of my head. And then I had to go back. And then they said, go do something useful. And I was so desperate to get away. <laughs> I ran into the pillar and had quite the bruise on my hip. Just, uh, did they still have the toenail? I, I have literally no idea. I got as far as her toenails fallen off. And I was out of there. <laughs> and I, at that point, stopped. And the rangers were staring. And I did not mind because I had to get out of this oh, situation. Oh, actually, I'll tell you what was quite funny. The, um, the rangers have a mascot called Albus and he's a panda from Hong that Kong that they, they bought in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong zoo? Yeah. He's a toy panda. He's a toy panda, he's not a real panda. And um, and he wears um a neckerchief, their their unit neckerchief, or our unit neckerchief. And um and he goes on all the trips. Um and there are there's a whole album on Facebook of him playing ping pong, him, him going down a zip wire. Oh yeah. He went on a zip wire by himself. He was just harnessed. He in. harnessed they harnessed him in they and sent, sent him down him a off. zip wire. I didn't think he'd have, he'd have, he'd have, have enough weight. weight on him, but then again, considering the size of some of the brownies they sent down, it exactly. you probably don't need to be that heavy. <laughs> no, you don't. Well, today I am going to go and see Moonrise Kingdom by Wes Anderson, which a lot of people are mocking for being, oh, it's just another standard Wes Anderson film. But mm. I like that, so I don't mind if it's the same film in different situations. And it's appropriate to follow up from today, cause because it's, it's about scouts. scouts. <laughs> so I'm very much looking forward to that. And on 8Tracks, uh, which is a music-sharing website legal one they've made a mixtape of the characters favorite songs from the 60s so i should put that one like cool the day saved Ooh. cool well we're gonna go and edit this hour-long recording yeah we are thanks very much for listening thank you that was really dull wasn't it yeah thanks like yeah what else next week normal service will resume although there'll no doubt be some guiding going on have a lovely Jubilee weekend. I hope you've enjoyed the sunshine. I hope it continues. Have a party. Have a street party. Have a tea party. Go to work if you mean, but never yeah, mind. Me too. Um, cool. See you in a fortnight. Bye. To find out more and to look at our show notes, you can visit our website at rosyandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at rosyandjessica at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, The Day of Fun Show. You can listen to our shows on Mixcloud, or you can download us from iTunes. See you soon!